Hello, Happy New Year. It is 2022. Welcome to 2022 and thank you for listening to Healthy-ish, the perfect way to kickstart your new year. This is your podcast from Body and Soul. I'm your host, Felicity Harley. We have got a super exciting year planned for you and this month we're filling your healthy-ish ears with loads of inspiring guests. Today we have one one big guest, the highly esteemed Dr. Michael Mosley. The journalist spent 25 years at the BBC where he made numerous documentaries. This led to his international best-selling books, including The Fast Diet and The Clever Guts Diet. And yes, he has another one and we're talking about that today. It's called The Fast 800 Keto. Now, as you probably know, we keep these healthy-ish episodes short. So if you want to hear my full chat with Dr. Michael Mosley, where he talks talks more in depth about keto, using it not only for weight loss, but for maintaining a healthy-ish approach to your eating. Search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Dr. Michael Mosley, welcome back to Healthy-ish. It's nice to have you back on. Brilliant to be back. Oh, and a big congratulations on your new book, which is what we're talking about today. What is the Fast 800 Keto Approach all about? Sure. So you're probably familiar with keto and the idea of the keto diet is actually 100 years old. Oh, wow. Uh, the 100 years. Yeah, absolutely. It was um, invented uh, in 1921 uh, by a doctor in America who was treating kids with epilepsy. Um, and at the time, they had no other drugs. So they started doing what he called a keto diet, um, inducing people basically, or at least the kids, to go into a state of ketosis uh, by cutting down dramatically on their carbs. Um, what happens normally is you are like a hybrid car. You burn on, you use fat or um, you use sugar. And normally you burn sugar. And it's only when your sugar supplies go down that you switch over into burning things called ketone bodies and you go into a state known as ketosis. So what he discovered in 1921 is if you did that with children with epilepsy, um, epilepsy kind of got much better. Oh, it wow. turns out that your, your brain likes ketone bodies and indeed it burns them in a sort of more efficient, more stable way than it does sugar. So for a long time, that remained uh, pretty much the sole use of the keto diet until actually about five years ago uh, when um, people got interested in it because it suppresses appetite. So it became a sort of thing for reducing appetite and it took off in a massive way um, and everyone started talking about the keto diet. Now, I've always felt a little bit you know, ambivalent about it. Uh, can you stick to it? And also, in order to cut out the carbs, you have to eat a lot of fat. Um, and, um, Which is a little bit know, scary for some, especially those who have cholesterol issues. <laughs> absolutely. So I wondered whether it was possible to do a healthier version of the keto diet and combine it with my Fast 800 approach, which is one where you go low calorie. And um, so that was how the Fast 800 keto was born. And the idea is that uh, you're cutting down to about 900 800, 900,000 calories a day, something like that. Uh, but it's a keto-based one um, so that you're really going low-carb on those days. The recipes are designed uh, to ensure you go into ketosis fast, um, and that's useful because you don't have a sort of long transition period. Uh, but it also means um, that because you're on a lower-calorie diet, 
you don't have to eat as much fat. So the fat consumption is actually quite modest. Uh, the carb consumption is low and the protein consumption you have to keep up because as I explore in the book, protein is probably one of, well, in many ways, the most essential uh, macronutrient. Uh, you, we argue about the carbs to fat ratio, but actually the thing which drives appetite in the end seems to be protein, and you need to be around uh, 20%. These are lots of numbers I'm throwing out at the moment, but broadly No, speaking, but I think that, I mean, most people, you know, understand how keto works. Actually, you call out protein. I feel like it's protein's moment in the sun at the moment. Um, why do you call it out as particularly being important? And also for people who want to fo follow your, you know, approach, mm. but also for people generally who are perhaps listening, you know, to your advice. Sure, because um, there's uh, some research by um, uh, a doctor called um, Professor Steve Simpson, who's based actually in Sydney, um, and um, he and his colleagues have recently demonstrated through extensive animal research, but also human research, that if you drop the protein content of your diet down, in fact, if you drop it down to levels which are the recommended levels, uh, then you're going to get hungry and you're going to overeat. He did a kind of experiment where he got lots of people into a sort of hotel space and kept them there and um, oh, fed them. Gosh, I don't know about that experiment. <laughs> I don't think I'd like to this be in was, there with this... all these hangry people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was done before COVID, obviously. It would be <laughs> tricky exactly. these days. Uh, and uh, what he did is he fed them different amounts of he, – he gave them meals. He didn't tell them, but essentially they had different amounts of protein in them. And the people who were eating less than 15%, they ate significantly more, particularly of snacks, um, in the two weeks they were in this space, uh, that uh, if you aren't getting a protein, then that really drives hunger. And um, so there's quite a big section in the book about protein, uh, what sort of protein, why you need protein, and some of the studies that have been done. It seems to be particularly important when you get older, so when you're beyond the age of 60, 65, uh, that's when you really need to up your protein, and pregnant women as well. Um, seem to need higher amounts of protein. And uh, and so that's kind of one of the elements of the book. I mean, really, the book is about, it's about keto, but it's about other things around nutrition that I've discovered over the last uh, few years. And uh, lots of exciting research. And as you say, protein is having its moment in the sun, isn't it? So, but this is, if you like, the science behind it. No, it is a, a fascinating book with loads of your insights and science. But one thing I did love is in the book, you did a little study on your wife where you watched her. What are some health tips that you learned while watching her closely? Yeah, so um, Claire is slim and has always been slim. I mean, I met her at medical school in 1980. Um, so that is <laughs> 41 and a bit years now. And she's pretty much the same size and shape she was then. So I was curious uh, because over that period, um, I, the 41 years, <laughs> I put on quite a lot of weight and then I had to lose some of it because of, you know, type 2 diabetes, which I developed. So I looked at Claire and I kind of wondered what she'd do uh, because she doesn't consciously control her weight. Uh, but instead, um, she loves a sort of Mediterranean-style food. She loves food. She really loves food. So it's not that she's denying herself. And all the recipes are based on her. Um, so what she does is she just stops eating when she's full. She's one of those sort of classic, you know, she doesn't feel the compulsion to eat everything on her plate. Uh, she has 
a savoury tooth rather than a sweet tooth, so she really doesn't um, eat sugary things. Occasionally she does, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't feel that compulsion like I do, that once you've started a bar of chocolate, you've got to finish it. Uh, and uh, she eats um, lots of sort of veggies. She loves veggies and piles them onto her plate with enormous enthusiasm in a way that I try to copy. <laughs> Actually, the one I, I thing, I, the other thing I loved is the fact that you said that she moves all the time. She's always busy, never yeah. stands still. And I think this, you know, I think as a, you know, a mother who has many kids, a few kids as well, I kind of relate to that. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, she's constantly on the move um, and she loves being active and really doesn't sit down for long. I mean, we have four kids who've all left home. Uh, one of them, uh, Jack, is a doctor in Melbourne now. Uh, but um, certainly when we had young kids, she was on the go all the time, plus being a GP uh, and now, uh, you know, writing recipes and um, she also writes a column uh, for the Daily Mail. So uh, all of this keeps her pretty active, (laughs) as you can imagine. Yeah, Dr Michael Mosley, congratulations on your book again and thanks for coming on Healthy-ish. Pleasure. If you want to know more about this healthy way of eating, Dr. Michael Mosley's book is called The Fast 800 Keto. If you want more from us, make sure you download other episodes of Extra Healthy-ish or Healthy-ish. Also our website, bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel now. Yes, just look up Body and Soul TV on YouTube and you'll see some other fantastic interviews there. Thanks again for listening to my chat. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And Have a great new year and stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.